What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Welcome to 2023, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes. I am so excited. This is our first episode of 2023 here on the Black Health Academy podcast. So many of you have probably heard that I have a new podcast that drops every Sunday called the Plant Protocol Podcast. And um, <clears throat> me and Jay are still honestly trying to decide whether or not we're going to phase out the Black Health Academy podcast completely. The episodes and things are not going away, but still trying to decide whether or not we're going to keep this one going. But all we know is that we're here today. I, I think I, I decided that the people just can't get enough of me, so we probably should keep it going. Y'all heard just, it here. What's our cadence? Maybe once a month, or maybe, I don't know, once a month, or... Or we just surprise them whenever we feel like yeah, it. Yeah, just drop one. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the anticipation there. Yeah. You know, who knows? Well, that's going to be so irritating for our type A people, i.e. me. Oh, uh, yeah, you. Podcast, that's, that's, that goes against <laughs> who you are as a as a person. Completely. Like, What? <laughs> completely if i was a regular list i'd be like i can't deal with them they don't even have a regular release schedule you won't even be able to deal with it as just being the person on the podcast i think you would try to sneak try to sneak in like some, some type regularity. of schedule yeah no. well, i ain't gonna lie i do drop 60 second tips of the week every friday i know i've been that way for a very long time so but today is friday one didn't release today because we're doing this episode jay First of all, I just love every time we do the podcast together. So let's do our disclaimer because we got um, told by a listener that they, she cannot listen to us when she at the gym on a treadmill because she always almost hurt herself laughing. <laughs> Milan said the same thing, by the way. Um, That's funny. She, yeah, she co-signed that. So with I don't know in the scientific world how much data you have to have for it to be a, a fact. Mm -hmm. But since we got two people. Two people. No, I think two people is enough. <laughs> We I read that somewhere. I, I definitely read that somewhere, right? Um, and so since we have at least two people who have said that they have to be extremely careful when they listen to the podcast and exercising at the same time, we're just going to put a disclaimer out there mm -hmm. and let you know ahead of time that anytime Miss Gifted with Jay is on an episode, just know, don't suspect, just know it's a fact that it's going to be some shenanigans and some nonsense. And you're going to blame me for something that's not my fault. Because who else's fault would it be? <laughs> And she's no going to provoke me. It's going to get crazy. So if you're exercising right now, if you're doing something where you could potentially harm yourself, we've never said this in the history of the Black Health Academy when it comes to exercise, but mm -hmm. stop. Because don't turn off this podcast. <laughs> don't turn off this podcast. Just relax for a minute. Just, just yeah. Just relax. Yeah, just go and relax for maybe about the next 30, 40 minutes. Um, them squats ain't going nowhere. You hear me? Because uh, we, we need you to listen to the whole episode for our stats. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Listen, 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 Jay, it's 2023. Amazing things are happening here at the Black Health Academy and super excited about being back here with you guys going into our, what, sixth year, I think, wow. in business. Yeah, super cool. I remember, do you know that I still remember when I was over at your house when I told you about my dream for it? Like, which when I was going to start the Black Health Academy, like, I, I'm like, I really want to help black people because our health is just deteriorating and I'm going to start this company. I remember. You was at my house? Yeah, I, yeah. Because I, I know so many conversations happened true. when we were, you know, on the riverfront or true. at my house. Or but I remember one distinct conversation. It's like every time I think about the origin of the Black Health Academy, that's the memory that comes yeah. up in your living room. And um, so it's super cool to still be here and serving our people. 
So I'm excited. Um, one of the things that have been a staple here at the Black Health Academy for years, y'all, is our first Saturday class. First Saturday started in 2018, Jay. So it's been, do you know which month? July. Wow. So it's almost been five years. Yes. And out of all, Dang. for every first Saturday in the last five years, guess how many we've missed? Zero. One. Oh, yep, that one time. Yep, it was in November when I went to SpeakerCon 2019. I wonder why I just me and Tip just didn't do it. I, I didn't, didn't ask. I didn't even consider when I wasn't available. I just decided that it couldn't happen. But me and Tip had already did a class at that time. Saturday. No, I don't think so because this was pre-COVID. This was like uh, 2019. Yeah. Okay. I got, okay. I got to yep. think about that. I don't. Think I know Tip and I did a class pre-COVID as well in person. In person, yeah. I guess this one was virtual, and I don't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe y'all had done it before, but it, yeah, it's crazy. And and I realize as I have a pattern of that in yeah. my life in general, like not, not trusting nobody. No, it's not not trusting nobody. It's the, it. Do, it doesn't even occur to me to ask somebody else. Yeah, I, yeah. I get that. Yeah, you got to get to the can relate. Yeah, you got to yeah. get to the point where you're willing to ask before you can decide if you trust. Damn. <laughs> Okay. Why that, that just hit me heavy? Like, yeah. it just made me want to go a whole different way with just being a black woman and how you know we just have to or feel like we have to just carry everything. Yes, agreed. it doesn't even occur to us that maybe you can just it didn't even delegate occur to me or to ask. ask and, yeah, not even for a second. I'm like, shoot, this conference I want to go to in DC is the same day as first Saturday. I guess no first Saturday class. It it's yeah. a wild to me how many times that's happened over the last several years like least don't forget that you could commission help on things yeah, you yeah. know so that's the first lesson of the podcast that we in ten. but my whole point was that the first Saturdays has been like a staple here and if you aren't familiar with our first Saturday classes then you want to definitely visit the website theblackhealthacademy.com and you need to get your tail into a first Saturday class if you have chronic health challenges that you want assistance with. We specialize here in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic lifestyle disease, chronic health challenges like excess weight, hypertension, high cholesterol, kidney failure, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune disease, reproductive health issues like fibroids and erectile dysfunction and endometriosis. So if you're interested in improving your nutrition in order to improve those conditions, then you definitely want to be in our first Saturday class. And listen, if you're listening to this the day this episode drops, which is on Friday, January 6th, then our next first Saturday class is tomorrow, January 7th. Um, and it's all about weight loss on a plant-based diet. So if weight loss is an issue for you, um, which statistics say that 75% of you listening it is, then you need to be in first Saturdays. Because, Jay, excess weight in our community... Mm through the roof yeah but it's it's funny because it's through the roof but then right before it's through the roof is celebrated and i think that's a huge i'd say huge thing but that's a huge thing in no our pun community. intended no pun intended all pun intended for it's, me shut we're not about to start no we're not too about early. to start it like okay we only no seven we're not doing in. that all it ain't what even you about mean? to be too early no no you usually no. give me a 20 minute warm-up period no. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean i said no i said no oh man um yeah, it's cel <laughs> it's celebrated before it becomes intolerable. Before it's like that's a fact. Okay, and now we went from you thick, you got a big butt, mm -hmm. you this, you that, to ooh, sis need to lose weight yeah. or sis, you know what I mean. So I think we we got to get a better handle on what is being overweight and what is being you know obese mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people think well the scale 
the doctor scale or whatever, you know, the, the metrics they use, it's not for black people. Mm-hmm. And I, I tend to agree a little bit, just a little. You yeah, know, but all. not enough to for it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we're, I guess, I don't know if I even agree with our argument that we're. Because, you know, back in the day, we did have more booty. We, we did, you know, carry the weight a little differently than white women. Yeah. But now it's kind of the same. You know what I mean? Now kind of. Like, Wait, what, what are you saying is the same, that white people and black people are shaped kind of similarly now? Yeah, more, yeah, because white girls are going after, you know, working their butt and getting bigger butts and, and keeping weight on them, you know, because being real thin used to be their thing. It's right. not anymore. Right, right. So. True. True. Yeah. But there is, I don't think that the science has been wrong as far as like, like, we're not telling us to like have these, what they say, like European body types. Right. But I just do want to note that it's very rare. Obesity is much more rare in European <laughs> countries. So I, True I, facts. Yeah, I'm, just to play devil's advocate, what's wrong with being at a healthy weight? I'm not saying. Because it's just not celebrated here. Like, you're too skinny. Had a weight? You're skinny. You, yeah, they call, you know, if you don't have big thighs, mm-hmm. like, you need to gain, you need to eat a sandwich, you need, you know, socially. That's true. No, that's and true. And then you start to feel like, you know what I mean? Now that I look at my size of size six, I'm like, I feel perfect. But before, oh no, I wanted to gain weight so bad. Yeah, you did. You did. I wanted to gain weight really bad. Yeah. So I can understand coming from the standpoint of like, and then, you know, and then people minimize it so much. You know, we always give the sympathy to, or in the compassion to people who want to lose weight. People, you know, will minimize like, girl, take some of my thighs, girl, take some of my, you know, some of my weight off. So, you know, being small in a world where, well, in a culture mm-hmm. where it's kind of like being thick is the thing, mm-hmm. I can understand why when somebody gets some weight on them, they feel happy. I you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it gets out of hand really quick. It does. <laughs> it very much so, does. Because there is definitely a healthy way to gain weight if you want to. Yeah. Because gaining weight doesn't have to mean you gain fat, which is interesting. Right. And so, yeah, I, I totally get it too because... I even succumbed to that for a very brief period in my life where like, yeah. let me thicken up. Yeah, so you get it. Yeah, I get and it. I, and I understand where people come from where they, you know, I remember uh, a, a girl, I say girl, woman, girl, whatever. She probably was like in her 20s, but, you know, I was telling her how to lose weight because she was easily a good 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Her first concern was, I don't want to get too skinny. Ma'am. Yeah, you ain't none, you ain't You're, reached that level of concern. You're like That's your first concern? That should not be your first. That should be your tenth concern. That shouldn't even be con- a, a concern at all right now. Actually. Yeah, not in this season. It can become not, one. It can become once one you down start the losing. road. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't want to get too skinny. But it's the same thing people say when you start telling them to lose weight. I don't want to get too big. Baby girl. Baby girl. That's like somebody that's that's living in poverty and homeless, worried about being rich and, and, and losing family and friends when they, they <laughs> like even close to how about let's open you up a bank account <laughs> like let's get you a job that was the best let's, analogy like you're not that you you have no threat i'm not saying it can never happen but let's <laughs> come on now work with me don't give me no money because I don't want to be that rich one yeah. who, who lose they People self. think I'm acting funny. And, right. What? I don't want to no, abandon my community. <laughs> we 
they kind of want you. You've been living on. They gonna corner. call me a sellout. <laughs> you don't have a car yet. Like what? <laughs> I don't want to get too skinny. Uh, yeah, first Can you just first. go from obese to overweight? Can we do that first? Can we do that? Yeah. And then yeah, we got a few hurdles to we jump got, over yeah, before you, few, that's your concern. That's a, all we saying. A few BMI points before that's it. we can talk about that. Same thing with people who want to gain weight. I want to get too muscular. Like, right. It's, it's. Trust me. Just sis. lose the fat first. Let's just do you that. You talking about getting too muscle. Let's lose the fat first. Yes. And then. Yeah. Let's just yeah. take that pressure off our arms. Yeah, let's get toned. Let's take work on being toned before heart. you're worried about being too Absolutely. muscular. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Just, All right. Yeah. Get that. Release that pressure on our joints. And then we could talk about. Yeah. You looking a little first too muscular. That's all we think. Yeah. Order of operations, ladies and gentlemen. That's Order it. of operations. That's Listen, it. let's get into. First, before we get into wait, what? Some veg news. You know, I always got a little something I like to share, Jay. Mm -hmm. Super cool headline. Um, our homegirl, Tabitha Brown. I got some happy veg news today. Tabitha Brown brings 34 new vegan food options to Target. Wow. dollars. Yeah. And she's, these are, this is food. Because you know she released a collection at Target before. Yeah. But I think it was like. Wasn't it clothes? Yeah, like clothes, bags, yeah. things, stuff like that. So, starting January 8th. Um, Tabitha's third collection will drop at Target, and this one features nearly 100 items, 40 of which are new plant-based food products. Look at God. Won't he do it? Won't he Come will. on, Auntie Tab. Come through. Come on, Auntie Tab. So, I thought that was just so super cool. That um, is. Yeah, so y'all go support that our girl, is. Tabitha Brown, um, dropping a brand new collection at Target, her third, starting January 8th. So, let's support her. Let's keep her in the stores. Um, let's check out her stuff. See what's going on. Yeah, I hope it ain't too less. junk foodie, too comfort food. I'm gonna yeah. do what I can. But Target, you know mm. what? Target is n not that bad. Um, not too bad. That's true. They don't get crazy with their uh, vegan stuff. That's true. Yeah, they they typically know. not too bad. Yeah. So that's shout true. out to Tabitha Brown yeah, doing it. Doing. Dope. I just started reading her book. It's pretty good so far. Oh, um, oh, tell me what it is so I can download. I've been. Um, Wanting to download a, a good book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's more of a like personal development, self-help book, like you can do it in life type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but I just want to read it to support her because I got it for free when she was at uh, E.T.'s conference. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, super cool. Um, have you started reading anything new in 2023 yet? No, you're looking for a book right now? I, I mean, these downloads. I feel, I don't know why I feel the slightest bit of shame for saying download instead of having a hard copy. It's so new to me. Oh, yeah, because you, you are a hard copy person. I am. So why are you downloading? Because I, I feel like instead of when you have your phone, you know, because I'm doing a no social media thing. Yeah. Instead of having your phone and looking up and, and opening, because I realize I do it more out of habit than actually wanting something mm -hmm. of substance. Yeah. So why when I when I open my phone, I would rather have something of substance makes because sense. it's such a habit for me. Makes that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, that's that's a good good plan. Yeah, because action. all of those little windows you have, whether you're waiting at the bank or whether whatever you're doing, I would rather read something, learn something, or at least be entertained by something that is a benefit versus yeah. something that they they're trying to subconsciously download into our hard drive with all these sto news stories and this and that and that. So that's why. Yeah, that makes a crap ton of sense. I like it. Um, I, the one I just started reading, mine is an actual physical copy. I just started reading this book called The Confident Mind. Um, this year's all about this uh, confidence. 
uh, the, he's a scientist, this doctor who works with a lot of um, like major athletes, works with the military at West Point, teaching them like the science of becoming confident. And so I'm kind of studying that. I don't know why I bought the book a while ago. I can't remember what drew me to it. I think I just want to study personal development more to help my clients more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm reading The Confident Mind. That's one. And then I have like, uh, I'm reading this other one. It's a business book called $100 Million Offer. Um, so I'm reading that one. And I, I told myself I'm just going to pace myself with two at a time. So that's the two I'm on right now. I just finished um, E.T.'s. Finished that up for 2022. Wait, you owe me? Yeah, you owe you. I mean, yeah. you owe you. <laughs> you owe me? <laughs> that part too. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, mm. downloaded a sample of that and I've been reading the samples. Um, I think mm. it's like a chapter or something. So eventually I am going to get the book. But Yeah, I got several in my queue. So good stuff. It's going to be a good, good year of reading. I completed a lot of books last year, so I'm excited about this year too. Anyway, let's get into Wait What. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, what? Okay, what you got? All right, so uh, y'all decide if this is a wait what or not. I, I don't know, but I thought it was kind of funny. So, you know, uh, I'm watching Grace and Frankie. Uh-huh. It's a show on Netflix. And so um, something happened in the movie or in the episode. Uh-huh. And somebody asked somebody how they were doing, and they actually told them. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> Morgan was sitting right there, uh-huh. and I was like, Morgan, I cannot stand That's my daughter. She's 16. Uh-huh. I was like, I cannot stand that. When you ask how you're doing, and somebody actually tells you. She was like, what? She said, well, why would you ask them? I said, it's the nice thing to do. I said, it's conversational. You know, you say, hi, how you doing? I say, great. Hi, how are you doing? And that's the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> she said, so wait a minute. You say how you doing, but you really don't want to know how someone's doing. I said, yes, it's pleasantry. She said, well, if you really don't want to know, why don't you just say hi and don't say, yeah. how are you? Yes. I said, Morgan, because if you want to take nice to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't she get? It was so crazy. She was like, so you t- you're taking nice to the ni- next level. But you don't really want to know how a person's doing. Correct, Morgan. I said, I don't want details. I said, okay, here's the asterisk on this, right? Okay. You can tell me how you're doing if it's something good, right? And it has to be on a surface level. Yeah. How are you doing today? Great. I'm doing so good. I just got some really good price on some tickets uh-huh. to Dubai. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so good. You know, yeah. oh, for $50. Great. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. Okay. You bright my day. I, you, I bright your day because mm-hmm. you got to talk about it and you move on within five seconds. Got it. I said, but do not. Mm-mm. Do not elaborate on whatever good in your life. And I say, <laughs> I, and I definitely don't want to hear anything bad. Right. She's like. It doesn't make, we went back to the point I start feeling ridiculous. She says, so people say, how are you doing? All the time. Because they don't want to know. I say, yes. Yes. And it makes you a good person and a pleasant person. And you're being nice. For at least five seconds. For just asking. Yes. I said, you got it. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Do not tell me. I said, imagine you go somewhere, mm-hmm. you say, hey, how, you know, they or whoever says it first, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Man, 
My son just moved in. His girlfriend, they kids, they won't move out. Nobody got a job. I Shoot said, me. imagine. Shoot me now. I said, Maureen, it's, it's, all, it's almost to the point it's rude. She said, but you what? I said, I, I asked just to ask. In the conversation. her the definition of a rhetorical question. Yeah. That should have been your counter argument. Yeah. I never said I never said rhetorical. She don't understand rhetorical questions. But is how you mm -hmm. doing rhetorical? Absolutely it is, Jay. If it's not, then what is? <laughs> I feel like you look up rhetorical question and that's gonna be an addition there. <laughs> how you doing? So, so even put an exclamation uh, mark on what I was trying to tell her in the in the episode. Somebody said, how you doing to someone else? And the person looked up to the sky and was like, I hate God right now. <laughs> I nearly fell out. I said, imagine if that happened to you. She said, well, yeah, that was a little too much. But, yeah. but it's, I said, it's all too much. <laughs> <laughs> I say, how you doing? Because I don't want to know. Got it? I was like, you understand when you get older. <laughs> and that, my friends, concludes our parenting segment. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you doing after I ask. What's wrong with you? How dare you? <laughs> Are you American or not? Right. right. The hell our custom is to ask without caring. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Right. You're going to actually tell me. Oh, I would die. We've been through this. I'm kind, but I ain't nice. When I say nice things, it's strictly out of cultural norms. That's it. <sighs> what don't you get? Insane. Silly rabbit. Uh, What's your I, word? I'll take her out for a lunch date. Break it down. Please. Please. Did you, you say rhetorical, so you're already better at it than me. <laughs> Like, what don't you get? Why would I care? Why? Gosh. Never going to see you another day in my life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And, I, and then I said, Morgan, if you have something going on in your life to the point where you have to tell somebody, it's supposed to be to the people that love you. <laughs> or a therapist. Or a therapist. <laughs> which may eventually love you. But that's a whole nother, conversation. you know, conversation. However... That I was like, the average person does not care. Just know it works both Period. ways. It's not just me. Period. It's people who ask me. Yeah. So, there's that. That was good. No, that was a great way. What? <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I hope somebody out there learned something today. Um, I heard we cleared up some stuff for some people today because there's really somebody out there. Tell the people how they're doing. No, and just the opposite, too. I was going to say the other person who's asking and really want to know. If you don't get out of here, who's That's worse? Who's worse, Jack? Oh is it the God. person who tells you how they're really doing or the person who really cares? Oh, my God. Let's when, think about this. When the majority this. of people don't care. Looking you in your eyeballs to make sure that no, you look. really. And, and are, they you, are you okay? You've never experienced that in your life, have you? How you doing? If they know something that's kind of going on a little bit, maybe they just witness or something. I, I'm you still going to go with the person who, tells who just you. dumps their and I don't even know what to do. You made this very socially awkward. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this information. What am I going to do? So it's, it's definitely a person who dumps the information. Yeah, the person right. who really wants to know is just more so like, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. With that, Jay just said nice people need to get a life. <laughs> Genuinely nice people. <laughs> Like, if you're fake nice, you you, you can sit with us. Oh, my <laughs> it's God. It's the genuinely nice people who really want to know how you're you doing. You really want to know how Because those people doing. magically always got time today. How you got time today? Always got time. And maybe it's something in them that I need, actually. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But I'm just not, I have reached that level of maturity. I haven't either. And I'm and mature I, enough to admit that. And do you think you'll ever reach it? I don't care. It's not something I'm striving for. Me either. But I, I feel like that level of maturity comes with 
a circumstance in life. Something that makes you start appreciating the birds chirping and stuff. Okay, speaking of, this is kind of relatable, but kind of not. Because you're right, caring about things does come with a certain, you know, things you went through in life. Yeah. So, you know, my son, is he's in track now. So I'm in the girl's bathroom, um, you know, and the girl from the track team are in the bathroom. Okay. And uh, one of the girls, she's like 13 or 14, her hair was just all wild over her head. Like she had been running sweating and got poofy. Mm -hmm. She said, do you have a, a ponytail holder or something? <laughs> Why I say? I said, no, but I'll braid it in two French braids for you. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. If you got about two minutes, I can tighten you up. Right? <laughs> you turned into that nice person. I okay. turned into that mama everybody. Oh, my God. Yeah, just sit down. I, I got you. never. I would have been like, no, I do not have a nice No, day. I said I put it in two French braids wow. for you. And did you? She didn't want it. She was like, oh, no. She was like, that don't look cute. <laughs> I said, listen, you hot. Your hair is everywhere. It ain't about looking cute. You trying to run track. She said, no. <laughs> That is so okay, funny. So just so. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. But what circumstance made you offer that? Like, where did that part of you come from? Just the mama in me. Just the, the, mama. Just the mama in me that yes. we're okay. going to resolve your issue. Like, you, you're you hot. You, Your hair is everywhere. Yeah. I know how to braid. Like. Yeah, match made in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Let me get into my way what so we can get to this topic real quick. So, <clears throat> Jay, you know I got the flat tire the other day, right? Yeah. Okay. So. I uh, dropped, uh, got my car towed to Bell Tire, right? So I can get the tire situation. So I ended up taking an Uber back home because then Bell Tire was like, it's going to be several hours because we got to order the tires, do all this. I'm like, okay, cool. No problem, right? So Jay, it's literally, you know me, I like to get stuff taken care of quick. So I was in the parking lot of Bell Tire before they opened. Like I knew they opened up at 8. So I called the tow truck at like 6.30 in the morning. I'm like, I want to be the first person there, right? So the point of me telling you that is how early it was when I dropped my car. So I'm heading back home at 8 something in the morning, okay? Uh-huh. I call an Uber, all right? Mm -hmm. Jay, this was the most WTF Uber experience I've ever had. <laughs> Do tell. Hey. Now, let me preface this by saying what makes it so funny is that literally, like, in the past couple of weeks, I was listening to ET podcast, and they were talking about Ubers. And they were like, is it me or have Ubers got super ghetto? Mm -hmm. And they were like, you can, um, ET and CJ was like, I can only order a Uber black now to ensure that I'm going to get professional uh -huh. service. They were uh -huh. like, if you order a regular Uber, it's ghetto. And I was cracking up. Why CJ say he was in the back of a, he had to end up ordering a regular Uber because he was coming from an airport. He just needed to go. So he got into a regular Uber and he said the Uber guy got into a road, road, rage, inch, oh God. road rage incident while they were on the road, like stopped yelling back and forth with each other. Both windows rolled down <laughs> and like he was like, it was getting so heated. CJ said he rolled his window down in the back and was like, hey, yo, just so you know, this an Uber. I don't know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Right. Like, do I hop out or tell them I don't have nothing? Y'all get into altercation. Please leave me out of it. Yes. He like, hey, bruh, this an Uber, FYI. So I'm just here to get a ride. And so I'm listening to the podcast just cracking up like, that's crazy. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Fast forward to the other day. 
It wasn't a road rage incident, but 8.30 in the morning, Jay, I call a Uber to come pick me up to take me back home, right? I open up the door to get in the back and smoke just bellows <gasps> out of the car. Cigarette smoke. Cigarette smoke, Jay. I, oh, no. I get in the Uber. You should have bypassed that. Yeah, you're right. But I get in the Uber. He has a lit cigarette <gasps> in his hand. Not I, I was gasping. Oh. What? Yes. Yes. He has a lit cigarette no. in his hand. Like, I see the ember burning. He was like, you mind if I smoke? I said, yes. 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 I'm like, I'm going to put my mask on, too. I'm like, but... Yes. Oh, all right, all right, right. So he puts the cigarette he out. He reported. Agreed. He puts the cigarette out, right? Then we ride and he huffing and puffing like, like he's tired and sleepy, right? Mm-mm. He like, he turned around looking at me. You got some aspirin on you? I said, what? <laughs> he like, you got some aspirin or something on you? And I'm like. Now he hung over. Girl, clearly. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. I went in my purse, gave him two ibuprofen. I was like, I got some ibuprofen. I think I had some Advil or something on me. I'm like, yeah, here you go. Oh, thank you. You saved the day with these. Thank you. You saved the day with these. He takes the ibuprofen. So I'm sitting back like, Lord, just let that be it. Cigarettes, aspirin, Lord, let oh that be it, right? God. He driving. He like, thank you. Oh, my God, because my head is pounding. But you were smoking, but go on. Yeah, he like, whoo. So he drive about another mile or two in silence. Then he reach over to the passenger seat, pick up this brown paper bag. He like, I got this extra Coney dog here. You want it? <laughs> I said, what? He like, I just came from Coney Island. You want this extra Coney dog? I got an extra Coney imagine dog. Imagine if you were somebody else. That would make their whole day. Would it? Yeah. And imagine somebody taking food from a stranger. I was like, no, thank you. I said, did he just offer me a Coney dog? So I'm in my head dying from laughter. I'm like, this is the biggest wait what I've ever experienced. I'm like, what? He like, yeah. Then the music he's he's playing <laughs> is so vulgar. Oh, see. The music was so vulgar, Jay. It was not like the radio. It was like a regular, you know, whatever. Oh, he chose this. Yes, yeah, it was chosen. So he talking about F&Bs and doing, like, it was so vulgar and disrespectful, the music. I'm like, oh, my God, right? And <laughs> we finally get to my house. He dropped me off. He like, all right, now, you have a good day. Hey, make sure you give me a five-star review, y'all. <gasps> and then when I got out, why he swerved off and burned rubber? Like, he, why I felt like I was walking a walk of shame, like a dude had just dropped me you off. Were. <laughs> I you You should have been ashamed. Because he didn't have the Uber light in his window. So I'm looking around. Yeah, like, like thank you for your service, B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he literally burnt rubber. Yeah, he made you look off. real bad. I'm talking about real bad. Yeah, neighbors probably like mm. eight o'clock in the morning getting dropped off by some dude driving. Yeah, peel out. I like, want to yell out like this is an Uber. <laughs> That's all. It was bad. so insane. Leave me a five star review. Sure you you needed aspirin. You were smoking. I mean, you offered me a Coney, not saying that that's bad, but who does? That's it was, I'm it sure it violates company policy. I'm sure. Oh, my god! It was a nightmare. I was like, this was the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, CJ is right. Uber, regular Ubers are ghetto. <laughs> Extreme.
extremely yeah, yeah that yeah so it was I, I i probably wouldn't have left them I, I i can't you know leave oh i don't, I, don't I ain't leave a review at all yeah i know but oh. i'm just saying sometimes i'd be tempted to leave a bad review but oh. i i hate the thought of me being the re- responsible for somebody's livelihood me too yeah it's, so, it's, it's very hard for me to leave bad reviews too but he if anybody deserved it he did yeah Definitely. So anyway, that's my way. Well, let's get into this quick topic right quick. Listen, I wanted to talk today about having a sense of urgency when it comes to health. Mm -hmm. Because lately, like a lot of, well, not lately, this has been happening for a long time, but just like, you know, people perishing, right, from preventable diseases. Mm -hmm. We know that's the going thing where like, you know, the black community is disproportionately impacted by all of these chronic health challenges and where so many people are just like dying from different forms of cancer and heart attacks. And I want to talk about the importance of having a sense of urgency today and why we can't, we can't continue to think that we have like the luxury of time to Mm -hmm. baby step Mm -hmm. to what we like to say, transition Mm -hmm. into a healthier life lifestyle, because it's just starting to break my heart. How many people are suffering when they don't have to, even if what they have is not completely reversible, having something that's incurable does not necessarily have to mean pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, you can't reverse the illness itself, but you can definitely manage the symptoms mm-hmm. to where you're not suffering mm-hmm. and you're not having to pop as many pills, if any. You know what I mean? I think that's just a, a real big misconception that because I can't uh, reverse it. Not that if you could, you would, because most people don't. True. But even if you you have that, that extra excuse that I, you know. I have it for life and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. But you can, de- there is a lot you can do about it. A crap it. ton. Yeah. A crap ton. Because most people's conditions are caused by lifestyle in the first place. So my lifestyle modification is the answer. Like, even if you have something that's incurable, you could have gotten it from an unhealthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, all incurable things don't come from things that are outside of your control. Yeah. Like a rare disease or a rare genetic trait or right. something like that. Right. Like, a lot of things that are not completely reversible actually comes from things that were reversible. Like right. your diet, like your exercise habit, like your stress levels. Mm-hmm. Like, those things were reversible. And if you had it did it in enough time, you could have avoided this thing that's not reversible. Yeah. I was just reading how... Um in the 1700s, in the 1800s, like, I was trying to figure out how, when did this rush of sugar in our diets, like, when did it happen? Mm, mm, mm. I thought it was the early 1900s, the sugar. So, apparently... It used to be a luxury. Apparently, they really started putting sugar in everything mm-hmm. in the 1800s. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't know that. I thought it was the oh, 1900s no, yeah, no, as you're well. right, because it was a um, commodity... Yeah. Trade for. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so true. that's when it really started. So it it started. But it being, used to be reserved for like the elite. It did. Yeah, it did. But I'm just saying how adding sugar in our diet, how mm. it slowly became normalized. Yeah. And then, of course, when you normalize something that we're not supposed to have in the first place, the things that comes along with that being normalized is going to be the consequences of it. True. So so naturally, if everybody is doing you know, that's just like everybody, I hate to use this because it's so far-fetched, but everybody on cocaine. <laughs> the next, you know, the everybody who's doing that drug is not going to look at the next person that's acting in the manner that the drug produces like they're crazy. Mm. It's like 
that's the that's what happens if you are you can't sleep for five six hours you're not gonna like why can't you sleep because they're doing the same thing yeah so nobody's gonna look at diabetes or hypertension mm-hmm. or over being overweight because i'm doing it right along with you mm-hmm. so how okay so we need to start talking but about i will say this do people know that those conditions are a result of eating the sugar I don't think they know it's a result of eating sugar, mm-hmm. but I, I want to say it's safe to say that most people know pulling up in a drive-thru every day mm-hmm. is is not good for your health. You know, there's a Wendy's by me. Mm-hmm. Me too. And the mm-hmm. line is... Oh, right. <laughs> right. Um, the line is always... Now, I've never seen that Wendy's where the line is out to the street. It'd be jumping. But by my house, it's literally off into a busy street y'all are risking your life for this Wendy's in two ways <laughs> in two ways yeah yeah that's true but i don't know if you can go down to say all right sugar or you know what i mean yeah things the like that the but specifics yeah you know overall your diet mm-hmm. is causing like you to gain weight mm-hmm. and and just all type of just it's just problematic altogether i i do think people can to congrats that they do jay but they're addicts when you're an addict it's not like a heroin addict doesn't know the heroin is like ruining their life it's just like i'm an addict you know what i mean like most of our most of our students like when they come to our first saturday classes or they come through farm to table they're not under the illusion that this behavior hasn't had any consequences it's just i don't know how to stop myself see one of the first signs of Addiction is a loss of self-control. They have, they are literally just out of control. So they they are they do understand that their diet is unhealthy, and they understand that their diet has played a significant role in their current health status. But the issue is, I don't care how much you teach me the science, I'm addicted to this. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Tis. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's painful, and so that's why I want to talk about today. Jay, I want to give the people four ways to increase the speed at which you get healthy. Four things you can do to speed up the process because I don't think people understand the severity of what you're combating. Like Mm -hmm. your health, I never remember, forget that one podcast episode where you said like this is, health is one of those things that nobody else can do for you. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the onus, the responsibility is on you to get it done and but my issue is, y'all taking too long for me. Mm-hmm. I can't understand why we're dragging our feet, quite literally, because we're so sick and so unhealthy, to do what's required. And you know to what's feel strange about that? I, even in my own family, I've had to just shut my mouth. Because when you are the person that speaks up, yeah. you're looked at as the problem. You're the person that people are like, chill. Yeah, because you bring in the answer it's to the parade never, to the picnic. Right. It's never the person that looks like they're two beats away from a heart attack. It's you. Yeah. Oh, you on oh, oh, balls in your court today. <laughs> oh, I'm, on, I'm, I'm on one today. <laughs> oh, you get to be foolish and out of control. But I, you told me not today. You always, That's you always true. got me looking like, stop it. Like a bad kid, you stop it. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Two beats from a heart attack. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I I've had to physically turn my head mm. because I said, you know what? 
I've been after the same person, the same thing, saying the same. I mean, what more can, you can do? I do? Yeah. And I don't want to be the one that's, oh, here she goes. Yeah. So, yeah, urgency, urgency, urgency. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to add an extra tip because, um, you know, I know the ones that we previously discussed, but I'm, I'm going to add an extra tip. Well, let's get into it. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Okay. So, um, five ways for you to literally increase the speed at which you're able to reach your health goal. So that's rather your health goals is to lose weight or to combat something like hypertension or high cholesterol or your blood sugar issues, flare-ups from autoimmune diseases, um, any type of pain and suffering. It could be painful periods. It doesn't have to be something that has been diagnosed. You know, it could be just something like chronic stomach issues, chronic fatigue, headaches, constipation. But these are five ways that you can increase the speed at which you are able to get healthy. The very first one is you have to evict the everything in moderation mindset. Oh my God, Jay. I, we cannot think. Here's my thing about moderation, Jay. Don't you realize that you moderated yourself to the disease? Mm. Well, yeah, for most people. Yeah, for the yeah, most part. When something... For uh, everybody. Some like, people got like all both feet in though. Like everyday they, fast food, everyday. So but people, they moderated that. Even if yes, no, when I'm saying moderate, I'm saying it still takes a while for kidneys to fail. Right. For arteries to clog where where it becomes heart disease. It still takes a while for like blood pressure don't go up off of one salty meal. It don't, you don't have high blood pressure where you need medication off of 10 salty meals. Then you literally moderated yourself into the condition. Right, in that, in that sense. But when they say moderation, you know they're talking about eat, uh, let's say McDonald's four nights a week and then a salad three maybe. Or I'm only going to have chips twice a day versus the five I used to. That, right? So, you know, moder yeah, everybody moderated themselves into a disease where it's like even if they were doing it all day, every day. Over a period of time, you came to this, you know, diagnosis. Yeah. However, I don't think everybody goes in moderation when it comes to the frequency of how much they eat things. Like some people really eat trash all day. I have someone I work with every single day. He feeds the students that he eats it morning, noon, and night. There's no moderation. Is is that's all he does? That's all he does. There's nothing. And one time. He pulls up next to me, and I look over his car even before we even start work. He's just eating donuts and stuff. He's huge. Um, and then, you know, when we have meetings, he's eating that. He's feeding the students that. And I'm just, there's, I've never, ever, ever seen him eat anything. There's no moderation. It's just all just, all just junk, the foot all is the on time. the gas. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So there's those people. But the people who think moderation is okay is the people who aren't doing that, who are really like, yeah, I eat pizza and burgers and stuff, but I definitely try and get vegetables in. I definitely try and drink my water. And they still have, they still yeah. overweight. They still yeah. don't feel good. They still sleepy and tired all the time. They still have, you know, mild depressive episodes, anxiety. So they're thinking that because I try and do good some of the times that, that's, that should be, if I just do a little better now, then that'll help to reverse this condition. Mm -hmm. yeah. When it's not, because you moderated yourself into it doing a little better all the time, right. a little good all the time. Right. And so now they think, okay, let me just let a few more ounces of water, one extra salad. Okay, I will skip the fried foods sometimes, but I'm still going to have me some sometimes. And it's like, no, that's not available to you once the body and mind is compromised. Yeah. 
So when you, we are specifically talking to the people right now who are not trying to prevent something. We're talking to y'all that got something. Right. And before we go with the next four tips, let me say this. If you are overweight, you got something. Can you please tell them that being overweight is a pre-existing condition? Because I've asked people, do they have a pre-existing condition sometime for like doing farm to table suitability? And, and they'd be like, no, I just need to lose weight. I'm like, that's a pre-existing condition. Yeah, that's definitely a pre... I don't, I don't know how to explain it more than how much harder your body has to work, how many things are compromised, how many, some of you maybe are even trying to get pregnant while you're overweight, like that's compromised, your heart is working harder, there's more pressure on your knees, you're, you know, there is Facts. just so many different things that won't be diagnosed, you, you can't diagnose dysfunction, that's right, you're just you're compromised, just, you're, you're inflamed, your yes. immune system, everything, yes, it is a pre-existing condition that they have yet to diagnose and they never will because it's probably too beneficial for I mean, people to be overweight yeah, yeah the only time it's diagnosed was if it's like morbidly obese and then now we can start giving you this and that because we now we can recommend bariatric right surgery. but no yeah being overweight definitely you are and even if nothing if nothing if nothing else you are not living the life to its fullest potential impossible you're not impossible it's, it's so many things that you sacrifice when you don't have the confidence Right. Yep. When you when it's you have more weight to carry around. Yep. I mean, I'll never forget when you told me one of the students didn't go to social functions because they didn't know how the chairs would be. Yep. They didn't know if they would have arms on a chair. So if they have arms, I don't even know if I will even fit into this chair. Yep. Some some people I know don't go on even trips with us because they don't want to pay the extra fee for the flight. Yeah. And sometimes they don't know some airlines will charge it and some won't and will, who will depending on who's at the whole oh, quality of life is compromised. Too much. It's too much. But we normalize that. We Knowing all of that and all those adjustments we make and all of those um, things we miss out on in life, we still won't stop eating the trash. Because here, let me ask you this. You and I are really big on living life, like mm -hmm. experiences, going places. Yeah. You know, you, you love traveling yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, just, I love act of running with my kids and just being able to just this is just a lot of things that we both really love mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but what about the people who the value for physical engagement is not even there anyway oh because the other way that your life is compromised that was an easy question um the other way that your life is compromised outside of quality of life because what we were just speaking to was quality of life right but there's two other key areas which is confidence and contribution to society. Mm -hmm. So even if the physical value is not there, like, no, nah, I'm good on that. I'm really not a travel person. I really ain't. I could take a show or leave a show, whatever, you're, right. how you define experiences. But the other two big areas that are compromised are confidence. That's mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. I've heard from so many potential farm table students, some of our prospects, they say, I'm not showing up in my profession like I want to. I'm not showing up in my relationships like I want to, whether it be friendships or romantic ships. Like, they're like, because of my insecurities. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then that the third one, which is the biggest for me, is your contribution to society is compromised when you're overweight or unhealthy. Because you are not, it, it is impossible to really live out and execute on your assignment if you are mentally, physically, emotionally, intellectually compromised. There's no way I could perform at the level I perform for all the lives I want to save and be, not be feeling good most six out of seven days. Right. It's funny because I, I was telling you I was writing that paper and um, I, real, I, I was 
researching the difference between capacity and condition, right? Mm -hmm. Like mental capacity versus mental condition. Mm -hmm. And they said mental capacity is, you know, the way you think and how you process it. And, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it said it was affected by your mental condition, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes me think about how people's physical capacities and their physical conditions are intertwined. Mm. Like your physical condition affects your physical capa capacity to go out and serve, right? Like yep. your capacity would be much higher if your physical, condi physical condition wasn't so low. Yeah. You're not going to go out there and be, let's say, they have a... a you know, sometimes something you can volunteer for where you have to show up physically yeah. or if you have to go and tell your story and, and at a speaking engagement and, and, and really try to pull people in and, and, and give them, you know, some type of um, hope or, you know, people have stories to tell, but they don't want to get in front of nobody and tell the story because they're overweight. Like mm -hmm. your physical capacity yep. is diminishing because of your physical condition. A hundred percent. You're not going to be able to serve. Nope. And it's not a correlation. It's a causation. Yeah, very, very much so. So yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, you you li limit your, you limit how much you can serve, and you limit the way you process things to be able to serve. Because yeah. when your mind is inflamed, your yeah. you know the way you process it, the way you think you are capable or worthy is 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 compromised as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I yeah. definitely agree with that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, tip number one: stop trying to moderate junk. <laughs> I forgot that was even a tip. We didn't absolutely. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You remember what your tip was? Number two. Yeah, I remember number two. Tip number two is every time someone asks me about, not every time, but most times, someone mm -hmm. asks about going to plant-based, mm -hmm. living a plant-based life, and they are still like hev heavily into, um, you SOS. know. SOS. Yeah, salt, oil, sugar. Mm -hmm. They want to know how they can replace the things that they're currently consuming, right? Yes. If they're drinking pop or if they're eating cookies or if they're eating a lot of meat, like what's going to replace this? We have to get out of the mindset that you're trying to replace toxicity and dysfunction mm -hmm. with something that can equate to that. There's nothing that's going to equate to that. I Never. don't have an answer for anyone who wants something instead of pop. Mm -hmm. I, I, nothing's going to give you that rush because it has sugar. It's mm -hmm. man-made. Mm -hmm. It has colorants, mm -hmm. right? psychoactive, you know, things, components to it. There's nothing that nature has naturally made because compete. nature is so gentle yeah. and it's so intentional. Yes. That's going to compete with man-made that's also intentional, but it's so aggressive. Yes. I don't have nothing it's for It's synthetic, you. yeah. It's so synthetic and processed. 100%. Nothing, I, I, no, there's no answer for that. Yeah. Uh, the answer is... You have to detox your body mm -hmm. so it stops craving that. So that when you do drink a smoothie, you do drink the water, you do drink the tea, you can appreciate it. You can't go from drinking two gallons, oh, not gallons, um, liter. What is it? I don't even know what pop comes in there. What is that, liters? <laughs> yes, I don't know. I don't know what that is, that big yeah. pop that yeah. some people drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel so out of touch. But pop. whatever that is. And then go to drinking these things and think that it's going to compare. It's not. It's not. We have to go through the hard part, which is really detoxing, detoxing withdrawals, abstinence, yes. right? Yes. Abstaining from those things that 
is wreaking havoc on our body. Yeah. I understand that you're going to crave it because we always say you crave what you consume, but no one, nothing can help you with an addiction before you start to refrain from it. Yeah. I can't say instead of eating a bunch of cake, eat a banana. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's not going to give you the same rush, the same feeling. Mm -hmm. It's not going to cure your craving. Mm -hmm. So you just got to be honest and like, it's going to hurt. It, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt for a little bit and it yeah. needs to. It's going to hurt, but yeah. you have to go through that for your the sake of your health. Like you have to go through that. But yeah, so I had good. to, because like, I used to say it. I used to be like, well, you can, um, like, I like a banana and peanut butter. Mm -hmm. and that, that, No, you're not, that don't taste good as a cookie to you. That's mm -hmm. not going to satisfy you. Mm -hmm. You got to, like, your your palate has to be cleansed. <laughs> I tell them the crackhead to go for a run. I get high off a of run. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Release endorphins. Like, it, it's not. <laughs> you ever tried right, a job? Right. Uh, you got a membership. Tell me you got a membership. I got just the thing for you. Like, it's not. Man, he going to get two rocks tonight. Yeah. Because if that's the solution. Right. <laughs> if that is the solution, ma'am. <laughs> that is depressing. And I understand. It don't even sound good. It don't no. even sound good. Drink some. Um, what do we do? Add the fruit to the water. Like, put some lemon, lime in it. You ever really want to make fresh it good. Fresh and cucumber no, in your it's water? It's not going to. No. It's not going to take the place of pop. Pop is delicious. It is incredible while you're drinking it. Yes. But I promise you. It's taking your once life. Once you stop drinking it and you try to reintroduce that back to your diet, you're going to be like, how did I ever drink this? How did I stomach this? 100%. How did I? I mean, really? Yes. When you reintroduce something that was toxic to you, it's almost like when someone treats you really bad mm -hmm. and you love them mm -hmm. and you can't see your life without them. Mm -hmm. And then you leave them and you and you start getting being around people and creating like this ecosystem of positive people. And then you go around a person that <laughs> was treating you like crap. Like what? I can't. You wouldn't be able to deal with it for two seconds, and it's the same thing with food. Like you really That's won't true. be able to stomach it anymore. Yeah. So all the things that you thought you couldn't live without is the things that you really won't be able to tolerate once you remove it and you know have abstinence for at least about thirty days. That's a fact. The grass really does get greener, but you do have to do that hard work of rebuilding up your intolerance to it. Yep. Because that tolerance to it has got you food. Mm -hmm. So you have to reestablish that intolerance. That was a good tip, Jay. Tip number three for speeding up this healthy process is you have to get familiar with what you're battling. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest mistakes we can make is have a condition that's so popular that we undervalue the severity of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so what's happening is that most people are like overweight, or hypertensive, what's the other common one? High cholesterol, mm -hmm. type 2 diabetes, so common. And because these conditions are so common to the point we probably know people who got them, you know, that we actually never go do our due diligence to understand how they could potentially escalate to a level of severity that shortens your life expectancy, that, you know, increases your chances of long-term disability. And so if you have something, whether it's an autoimmune disease or if it's just being overweight, again, over 75% of black Americans are overweight or obese. Have you ever looked into what being overweight, like the risk of it? I'm right. sure most people have not. Right. You know what I mean? And so we right. minimize it. 
You know, mm-hmm. and we we allow ourselves to use language like I'm transitioning. Mm-hmm. I'm on the journey. What's mm-hmm. all these fluffy t- sayings we like to yeah. say to make excuses as to why we're not getting it, getting it done. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I was telling you earlier. We can find we can find a lot of information that that supports. Our procrastination. Facts. As long as you are doing a little bit of something, give yourself you're doing grace. Fine. You're doing Yeah, I understand. Don't, you know, beat yourself up for not shooting for the moon, shooting for the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand the fact that trying does have its advantages, but at some point... <laughs> We got to get past trying and get to doing and getting results because the window of opportunity does not stay the same. Facts. It gets smaller and smaller. It does not stay the same. And I've spoke and I've told people about this one client who changed the way I just saw things. That one client Mm -hmm. that I always think of when I think about the urgency mindset Mm -hmm. when her daughter was sick and and she was working out to to be able to trans, um, what do you call that, uh, Give somebody your kidney. Uh, oh, yeah. Get, get transplant? Yeah, she was trying to be able to give. She she already had checked the boxes of being a match, but they wouldn't get it because she was overweight. They wouldn't do it. It yeah, was too yeah. risky. Yeah. So she came to the gym I was working at, but she'll miss her appointments, mm-hmm. right? Because she was a business owner, entrepreneur. She had her own um, insurance company. So she would miss days and she would come in and she was losing weight just very very slowly and then gaining it back and then and then all of a sudden she was gone for a couple of weeks and Mm. I was just wondering because her daughter was in her 30s it's not like this was a very young girl she had Mm. been dealing with whatever she needed this kidney for for all her life wow and so um when she came back I was like hey how you doing and she was like her daughter it became like Right now, she could lose her life if she doesn't get a, a, a donor, like, right now. Mm. And she, was, she wasn't at the weight where they can get it. But luckily, she had gotten married. Mm. Her husband, who was white, mm-hmm. ended up testing um, and mm. giving and donating mm. her kidney. Mm. I mean, donating his kidney mm-hmm. and saved her life. Mm. But my thing was, your daughter needed you to show up. And you weren't in shape. And you wasn't in shape enough to save her? That, that That's what... You wasn't in shape enough to save your child? Somebody else had to come to the rescue? Yeah. Not for something that was... That you didn't have control over. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, yeah, people have to come to the rescue. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But... You knew your weight was an issue for years. Yeah. You knew your daughter would need a kidney eventually for years. And you literally didn't have enough urgency because the consequences was not in your direct line of vision. Mm-hmm. People have to have consequences. Smack them upside the head. That's a fact. Like, you can't forecast the consequences enough to, to, to move with urgency. That's my... You can't... You ain't even got to forecast consequences. You, got, you just got to know that life always going to happen and you need to be ready. And that is I don't even think that's enough for most people. Though. It's not, but that's what I'm telling them they need to know. It's, you're right. It's not enough for most people. But I'm saying, because people always like to say, I never thought this would happen or I didn't see this coming. Yeah, it's called life. None of us saw it coming. Did you realize? <laughs> Hell you mean? Like, yeah, I never saw this coming. So 
So we, they want us to let them off the hook because they had no idea this would happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's called life happening to everybody. Yeah. We, you, you're right. You had no idea it was going to happen, which is why you should always position yourself yeah, to be in the best the shape. Opposite and you had no idea that it wouldn't happen. You don't know if it would, wouldn't, who it's going to happen to. And then another thing, though, mm. what people need to understand about mm -hmm. the brevity of life mm -hmm. is that just because something doesn't happen to you, ceasing the moment is if you are a person, especially a family person or a person who has like a tribe, and you know, you love the people around you, it may not happen to you. But some people will literally, I don't want to go on this vacation because I'm too overweight. Something may not happen to you, but what about that person that's in your life? What if they lose their spouse? What if they, something happens in their life mm -hmm. where... The dynamic of everything just changes. That opportunity that you put off because you wasn't in enough physical shape to go to may not be present next year. That's not right. because of what's going on with you, but there's people in your life that has things happen to. Like you have to seize every moment, every opportunity if exactly. it's available to you. You can't put it off because of your health because you're not doing anything about it. That's exactly right. Like it, it's, it's just crazy to me how... We just take things and people in life situations. Like, I just look at all of us, how we've been friends for so long. Mm -hmm. And I really think, like, damn, if something happened to somebody, like their, even their spouse, mm -hmm. how, how, that, how heavy of a hit that would be. Mm -hmm. So now we just celebrate each other. We go out. We mm -hmm. have fun. Mm -hmm. Like, we're living in the moment. Unless and it's after nine. Unless. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, for me, it's like 730. But... <laughs> Y'all can go out without me and celebrate each other. I, I think I'm going to live to see another day. I got my limits now. I mean, I do got my limits. I love y'all. Be well. I swear. But do after not invite you, me. I ain't going. I'll stay out past nine, but I ain't going out after Oh, nine. you forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. And I don't feel guilty at all about it. I've been clown. I think you didn't even been part of the clowning circle when it comes to me not wanting to be out. But I'm not mm -mm. No comment. No, you uh, have. But no, that's a, that's a fact. Like, yeah, we got to stop using this. I had no idea this would happen or I never could have imagined this. It's like, yeah, duh. Like as unpredictable as life is. But okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you heard people like go off. <laughs> right. Go so, off, yeah, my, so my point with this third tip is get familiar with what you're battling because if you do your research about, like, what are the true risks of being overweight? What are, like, what is kidney failure exactly? Do, do you know what heart disease actually is? Because if you familiarize yourself with the pathology of your condition, it, it will, it should put a sense of urgency in you to see that even though this is common, it is not normal. Right. And I think we sometimes think common practice means that it's natural, right? Like right. just because it's common or just because it's normal or just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's natural. I don't care that everybody you know is on something. Everybody in your ecosystem is overweight. Everybody in your yeah. family died from this. I don't care how common or normal it is to see this happen. It's still unnatural. Yeah, our bodies haven't evolved that much to Absolutely say not. that it can bear... The, the strain of obesity or it can bear 
the you know all that sugar you like we yeah. haven't evolved as humans it's still like Your fruits liver and vegetables is 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 still. exercise is still like it, it we haven't evolved that much it's not like oh now they're eating a bunch of sugar let me be able to handle it more no still can't still won't it still can it still won't you still need to exercise yes you still don't need to be eating a bunch of processed oh. food that would never even existed at a certain point yeah like our like bodies are, have, are not familiar with all this new stuff that's right and so if you're not going to research the food you eating because you already know it's trash research this the condition you got because i don't think people understand it enough to understand what's really happening like when i think one of the great examples of this and then we'll move on is when in farm the table when we teach our students what cholesterol drugs do mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i'm like if you have high cholesterol because it's like statins which is the drug they prescribe for high cholesterol it's like a billion dollar industry and do you understand that when you have high cholesterol and you take a statin for it most people number one don't know that you need cholesterol to live but your liver makes all that you need mm -hmm. right and so when you have high cholesterol and you take a statin for it, all it's doing is stopping your liver from making it. You know how many students that shocks inside of the program? Mm -hmm. They're like, wait, what? I remember they probably didn't know their body even made cholesterol. That's what I'm saying. They Most people don't know their liver makes it and that they actually need it to live because all we know about cholesterol is high cholesterol is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So the cholesterol is typically associated with something negative. Mm -hmm. But we actually need cholesterol to produce other hormones in our body. But our liver makes all that we need. So when people, you know, you're just getting every, up every day and popping your pill for high cholesterol thinking nothing of it. Not realizing that you're literally handicapping a natural bodily function. You're handicapping your liver from doing what God intended for it to do so that you can keep eating meat and animal products that are laced with all this cholesterol. So what I'm saying is research your condition. Like understand what you're battling because it's so normal to be on a pill for it. Because everybody you know has, oh, has, has pressure, has the sugar. You... We minimize it because it's a common problem. We minimize being overweight because it's more rare to be at a healthy weight. But we can't continue to minimize it. So, like, take your blinders off. Voluntarily take your blinders off and really get to know your own body. Get to know what's happening inside of your body. And yeah. that should speed up your urgency because, God willing, it will scare the hell out of you mm -hmm. to know this is what's happening. Like this is the pressure I'm putting on my heart to continue to pump blood to keep me alive because right. my arteries are so clogged. This is what I'm doing. to. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Go look at pictures of clogged arteries. Go see what's happening in the body when you have high blood pressure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, uh, yeah so that's tip number three. Uh, get a better understanding of what you're battling because y'all are not taking it serious enough for me. What was tip number four? Tip number four was, oh, the, your favorite. What? Give your health an assignment. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I loved it. Number four is give your health an assignment. It is so important that you have a plan on how you intend to leverage your health. Because, Shay, don't you believe that it's like we've pretty much exhausted and expired the get healthy for the sake of being healthy. Like, that don't do it for people no more. Yeah. Like, you should just be healthy for the yeah. sake of being healthy. yeah. It's like, uh, okay. I need a better reason, sis. Right. 
Give me something to look forward I mean, to. I mean, it sounds like, good, is, I guess. Is sex going to get better? Okay, let me hit the treadmill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what can, what can Like, pair that with something. something. Exactly. So let's go and give them what they need. Like, let's stop saying, no, you should want to do it for all the right reasons. No, if you need something superficial, or not even superficial, you got a business you want to start. You have a mission. You want a community. Maybe you love kids, dogs, seniors, a population that you want to serve, but you're ready to pivot out of your current career. You just want to be a better parent. You know you have a super active child and you want to be able to climb trees with them. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be make the history books. You know, your role, your assignment on this planet might just be amazing parent, be an amazing partner, be an amazing support to an entrepreneur. Better sex. You know, all these drugs affect your libido. 100%. I never used that word in real Look life. Look at you. But libido. That just made you grown. It really did. It made yeah. me more grown than I want to be. But yeah. yeah, it does. Like, it affects your stamina. Yes. You got side effects that you don't even realize. Yes. Erectile dysfunction. Mm. I mean, like, you're not as stimulated. It may not even be the actual chronic illness itself, but just the side effects just from the drugs. Yes. People really take drugs and don't understand how many side effects come attached to it. You know, my favorite thing about this is I, I, I said I was going to stop saying, because uh, what's our boy name? Sean, Sean uh -huh. Model. On his podcast, he was like, I don't understand why they keep calling them side effects. They're direct effects. Direct. <laughs> direct effects. So you all of me? these direct effects of these man-made medications you taking, continue. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you said enough, but yeah, like yeah. a better sex life, yeah. a better... You know, one thing that's also normalized is migraines. Nobody should, I'm not saying nobody, most people don't have to deal with migraines. Mm. I remember somebody telling me that every time they stop drinking coffee, yes. they stop having migraines. Yeah. And but they keep they drinking like coffee. coffee. Yeah. So Addiction they is a hell of a drug. With the migraines. Addiction. So, Addicted to being yeah, I know addicted. that person has, uh, you know, migraines and so do you. And y'all can actually like have a little group on lunch to talk about migraines. But that doesn't mean that you, you should. The assignment, I want to be migraine free this year. Yeah. I want to have a significant decrease in the amount of migraines that I have. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. An assignment. Assi you Man, I love a good assignment. <laughs> I do. That's why I got so excited. I love, you know, aiming for something and it's just not being a, some abstract yeah, type of just thing. Feed. If you're yeah. a person, you know, that needs something a little, just a little bit more, you know, I'm not saying intentional, but what's the word? No, no, yeah. Clear and defined. Yeah, yeah. Something a little more... Um, uh, tangible. Yeah, more yeah, tangible. Not so abstract, not so intangible. And because we won't even accept that, you know, to get into Farm the Table, you have to have, be able to articulate how you intend to leverage your health. Like, you can't just say, I want to feel better. Yeah. Like, I get it. I, but the, the issue with, for us as a team is that we haven't seen that that is enough motivator for you to get in here and do this work. Because it's, it's rigorous. And so and, I need yeah. you to have something on the line. You know, the better question is, what's the cost of inaction for you? And feel better is so subjective. It, it is. How much better do you want to feel? Because you, you can feel, can feel just better a little bit better. still be on medication. Right. Feel so, better. Yeah. Yeah, so I need, I need, we, you have to give your health an assignment. There has to be something on the line. And listening to, like, when people apply for Farm to Table and I ask them that question, like, what would reaching this health, health goal mean for you? Like, what would that allow you to do in your life? What would it unpack and uncover for you? Because we ask it on the application and then we ask it in the suitability interview. And these assignments are so beautiful, Jack. Last semester, 
we had a student, shout out to Randy. She was amazing in the fall 2022 semester. And, you know, she she said on her during her suitability interview, she's like, I just want to play with my grandbabies. I want to be, they are so active and I want to run around with them and I want to play with them, you know. And then during the semester, like five weeks in the farm to table, she posted in the group, she was like, oh, guys, my grandbabies just came over. They were running around. She was like, I did something that I always want to do that I haven't been able to do in a long time, which is get down on the floor and get back up without using my hands. And she's mm -hmm. like, and I was able to play and maintain my stamina with my grandbabies. Like to watch her dream come realized. Mm -hmm. Like it don't mm -hmm. take that long mm -hmm. in most cases. Like if you have a vision of how you want to live your life and you're not able to do that right now because of your health, like we need to pin that. Like we need to pin that to the top of our consciousness because if you don't have a way you intend to leverage your health, like you being healthy for the sake of being healthy, you'll keep putting that off because mm -hmm. everything else will seem so much more pressing and important. Mm -hmm. But if it's a nonprofit that's been on your heart, if God told you to write that book, if you were supposed to been traveled to the motherland and meet your people, like whatever has been your assignment that you keep putting off, that's going to hurt more. So the cost of inaction should put some fire under your butt. Okay. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Um, I said I have five tips. I mean, um, five, one more, a fifth one, a fifth one, but I think I just want to just give a few, three quick tips. Sure. Um, one is get familiar with delayed gratification. When you start to get healthy, the effects of a, a good diet is immediate. But I understand that wasn't your desired effect that you were going for. Mm -hmm. If your desired effect was losing weight, we have to start really, really appreciating the delayed gratification. Everyone wants instant gratification when they start on any type of journey. They want to see exactly, I mean, people <laughs> jump right on the scale, Straight right? Away. If away. it's for whatever it is, skin, you want your skin to start looking in the mirror daily, weighing yourself multiple times. Delay gratitude is coming, but you have got to embrace the journey. Yeah. Instant gratification will derail you every time. Because here's the thing. You can get instant gratification, but easy come, easy go. Yeah. If you get it too soon, you think it's too easy, and then you get a little too bored, too, a little too quick. Shout out to weight loss surgery. So, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, when you work for something and you, you have a journey that you're on and you're embracing... And you know, as you go on this journey, you will begin to learn something. And not only that, people who embrace the journey and know that what it takes to get there, mm -hmm. they they love their body and the skin they're in more because if you go to something real quick, it's too much, too soon. Mm -hmm. You look in the mirror and you, you don't really see mm. what you're really seeing. You see the old you. Yep. Because you didn't see, you, you didn't, didn't go through the process. Right. Yeah. So delayed, gratifi delayed gratification, I need you to grasp that, understand that, and appreciate that. That's a good one. Also, disassociation matters. It's something that I had to do personally. I know that's your road dogs. I know that's your husband and your wife. I know that's your kids. I know that's your favorite bar, your favorite spot, your favorite restaurant. I know you and your colleagues, that's your favorite table y'all sit at. Yep. All of your favorite things. It's probably why you're in the predicament you are in right now. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh yeah, that that's where I was going. Your favorites is the problem. Got your it. favorite that your favorite things. Take a moment and not forever, 
Not forever. You said unfavor. Yes. <laughs> right. Unstar those things. Unstar them. Until you become strong enough to reintroduce yourself into those environments. You are not strong. I don't understand. I can't stop saying I don't understand. I do understand. You think. That I don't. you can have a desire to lose weight. You can have a desire to be plant-based and still, you still want to have fun. So you think you still can hit up that, that, that same place that you was eating those hot wings. And you those, ain't built that muscle. Those, you have not built the muscle no. to be able to go to those places, watch everybody else eat the same things that you used to eat and say no. Yeah. What will end up happening is you'll be like, I'm going to moderate. Eat it in moderation. Mm. No. Please refrain, Please. refrain from all the places that tempt you. Yes. All the places, once you get used to saying no, because like you said, it is a muscle. I'm so used to saying no, I say no when I want to say yes. Like, damn, I can't. Ha- wait, wait, which I can afford this, actually. <laughs> I can do I that. I can afford to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you have to get into a place where it's like, okay, this is who I am now. I understand that. And everybody around me understands that. Yeah. And they respect that most importantly. Yeah. Because some people are not, you know how we are always like, oh my God, how they let them talk to them that way? How they not stand up for themselves? Some people are not the type of people that have pushback or, the, you know, want to rock the boat in any time. Okay, they want everybody to eat fries, so I'm going to eat some fries. It's not that important. It is that important. Very much so. And if you are not the type of person that's strong enough, which most people aren't when they first start a journey, just don't go. It's okay to say that. My client even told me, somebody I was doing personal training with, you are never missing anything when you're working on yourself. Facts. You, you're not missing. If you're working on yourself, if you're better in yourself, you ain't missing nothing. Mm-hmm. You can go back. To that vacation, you go back to that bar, you can go back to whatever you was doing after you have succeeded in whatever you're striving for. Yeah. Okay, and my third tip is, I don't even remember. Dang. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I don't even remember the tip. It was just, just on the tip of my tongue. It was on the tip of my tongue. But Moment of silence to get it back? Yeah, moment of silence to get it back because it was really important. I feel like I, I had something right there. But but definitely uh, disassociating yourself and, you know, just being being available for the long haul, just being available to because what people normally say is it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, now, oh now you're on the yeah, it is bandwagon. I, I, I am on. Yeah. OK. I am. On welcome. The yeah, it is. Welcome. Yeah, because welcome. We had a little room over here. Because remember when I yelled at you, like, you do not get to use the truth as permission to fail. Yeah. It is very yeah. much difficult. Yeah. Hard things are what's needed. It, a lot a of things. You know, it's so funny you say that. I remember years ago, I went to a, um, a vegan event or whatever, and it's one of our local vegan chefs here, and she had, like, these mini affirmations on the table. It was right at, at Cobo Hall, right? And she, she was like, just... It wasn't on the table. She had a bowl mm-hmm. of handwritten affirmations that she had just rent, wrote. And she's like, just take one out the bowl. Mm-hmm. And I picked one up and mine said, do hard things. Oh, and then you put it on your mirror, didn't you? And I, ca- I still have it. Yeah, I carried it around right. in my wallet for years. Do hard yeah. things. You're right. It is hard. You're yeah. so right that it is challenging. You're right that it hurts. Mm-hmm. Them squats hurt. Them push-ups hurt. Not eating sugar mm-hmm. hurt. Like... Mm-hmm. 
not picking up the phone when he called, it hurts. Mm -hmm. But if you know what you need to do to heal, to feel better, whether it be physically or emotionally, you have to do it. Yeah. Yep. And you're not wrong. Like it's a, it's not an either or, it's a yes and. Yeah. It hurts and it needs to get done. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy because while people are still trying to get, like wrap their heads around going on a plant-based, going, being plant-based, we went through so many different things where the way we, our belief system, how we respond to things, how we, you know, used to be, well, it's not hard if, if it's not hard. Now I'm at the point where, yeah, it's hard, it's hard. but I, it came back to me. And this is one of the things that I do to this very day. Okay. This is a very, very, very important thing that I, it helps me and hopefully it'll help you. Saying no before it, the question is even asked. <laughs> Listen, I predetermine my no's long before you can even get the opportunity to tempt me that's good. with the question. No, that's good. I go on vacations like I'm not drinking before five. Yeah. I, I decide that before I go. Yeah. Or I go out, I'm not eating anything fried. Yeah. Like I decided before the yeah. temptation can even introduce itself to mm. me. A predetermined no. A pre my no's are so pre-planned. Pre-planned, premeditated. Oh, a premeditated no. Oh no. You know no. how we do our dry months. I'm not drinking for the month of February. Yeah, so just So when you come I already know it's no. Yeah. You decide before so you have time to like get used to it and get comfortable. You get time to become. You get time to become that. Yeah, pre premeditate. So you ain't got to decide pre-game. in the moment who you want to be. Come yeah. on, bar. Yeah, you get time to become it, so you ain't got to decide in the moment who you want to be. Perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself. Me either. You don't got to wait for that moment to slap you in the face and I don't know if I. No, I already said I'm not having fries before today? I come. Do I want to be resilient today? No. Do I want to, you know, stick to my goals today? No. Nope. Decide. Decide that who's because temptation be you get is there. strong. When temptation and the flesh is weak, and the flesh is weak. But when you, when you already have said, you know what? Tomorrow at eight o'clock, I'm getting up and I'm exercising. Yeah. Versus, I'm gonna see how I'm gonna feel. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna feel like it. Yeah, and that's a fact. You're not. Wanna know how so, I know? You ain't felt like it for 20 years. <laughs> that's a good indicator. I got. Data. I ain't gonna lie. That's that's <laughs> that's a good indicator. 20 years is pretty. <laughs> but yeah, you really, if you if you know you struggle with something, especially yeah, like predetermine what you won't do, what you will do. I'm not drink like. When I go out, I, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's my thing. People are all around like, oh, you can have, oh, I'm not drinking and driving. I don't do it. Like, I yeah. didn't, I'm the driver. I don't. I, well, you can have, no, I can't. Yeah. Right? Like, certain things you have to decide before you do it. That's a fact. Right? Especially with, like, vacations. Yeah. Yeah. You Stuff have where it's supposed to be, where the pressure, peer pressure is going to be much higher. Yeah. Even from yourself. Yeah, you get in that moment. I'm on vacation. It's, just, it's you know, absolutely. let it all. No, decide absolutely. on vacation. I'm not eating no fried food. Decide on vacation. I'm gonna exercise at least two days of my vacation. Decide before that what you are and what you will not do. Oh, Even write it down. That who you are and who you won't be. Period. Do we still say that in 2023? Uh, <laughs> if we don't, I quit this whole job. <laughs> That's it. That's my tips. Then those are some phenomenal tips, Jay. Listen, guys, I'm telling you, if you've decided that in 2023 that you are going to be the absolute 
best version of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually, then I'm going to need you to get in front of the table because it all starts with what you're putting in your body. So listen, we are currently enrolling for the winter 2023 semester of Farm to Table, our plant-based coaching program here at the Black Health Academy. The semester starts on Sunday, February 12th. This is the first semester we're having a semester on a Sunday. So it'll be on Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. EST, um, starting on Sunday, February 12th. Is it EST? You know what? I'm pretty sure it's EST, but let me double check. Because facilitator is actually not in Eastern time. Anyway, it will be on Sunday starting February 12th through like April 16th. Farm to Table plant-based coaching program. You can go to the blackhealthacademy.com to apply. Or you can just click the link here in the show notes and get your application in for Farm to Table. We have had hundreds of individuals go through the program. It is the love of our life. Farm to Table is our way of helping our people adopt a whole food plant-based regimen to combat these chronic conditions that they don't have to. So make sure you apply for Farm to Table and make sure if nothing else, you show up for our first Saturday classes to come get this health where you can learn all about how to adopt and take a plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. And with that, it's been an hour and 23 minutes. Of oh all gosh. of this value. Is there somewhere you can put a button where they can drop tips? Because I know we deserve a tip off this episode. <laughs> okay. We've been doing. Oh, can I tell them about New Year? Yeah, I don't even know what you're going to tell them, but sure. How we are young <laughs> and vibrant, spent the night out. Hello. And did. <laughs> Honey, we started the, we ended the year in one place and it woke up in a whole nother because, and we spent the night out on a whim. Hello. We didn't even know. We just like throw us some covers. Yes. So I feel real young and vibrant. And do as do I. Okay. (laughs) As do I. So it was a beautiful thing. Such a good time. So guys, listen, we thank you guys so much for listening. Share this with somebody who needs to come get this health. And until next time, be be well. well.